Welcome to the Survival Prepper Show, where being labeled a crazy prepper is a badge of honor. Learn about disaster preparedness, survival, and get ready for whatever challenges might come your way. This is not your typical prepping podcast, and they won't be silenced by the censors. Here are your hosts, Duff and Dale. Hey there, everyone. Welcome, I, I guess, it. welcome to the video tonight. It's not really a show. It's kind of an impromptu uh, video and, you know, a podcast we're going to do because uh, a couple of things that just came out recently that we wanted to go over. I, I saw this stuff with Project Veritas and the FBI, uh, their, their terrorist list, basically, that they've got going on. And then Brian today showed me this video from Mike Glover. Uh, that I want that we want to play a little bit of both of these and talk about how these things it, it's really concerning because I think this is a it's not just this one situation right it's a it's a an effort to kind of demonize a, a, a sub subset of people right is that your kind of take on this yeah I take it as this is the step you know we just had Daisy on a couple of weeks ago talking about like her second go round with, you know, fact checkers and censorship and all that. And so I look at this as like the next logical step to that. Right. Like, and, and, and it's yeah. what we've talked about, right? Like, like where, what are they classifying us as in the background? We all kind of know, but this sort of puts it out there. This FBI memo puts it out there that if you're a prepper, you are basically considered a terrorist by the federal government. Yeah. And if not, it's, if it's not that bad, it's really close to that being it. Right. So from preparedness perspective, understand that that's the lay of the land right now. So where you and I are screwed because we put ourselves out here, you know, and anybody, if you're on in, in the Facebook groups and all that, remember, we, we just did an episode on how they're, they're, using machine learning and all this stuff with, with data mining. And they're able to lay that over in a matrix to, to determine your, what you got going on in life. Right. So they can see, Oh yeah, he's in the prepper group or he does this. He bought this. It's all out there for him to see. So um, yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, it, like I said, I think it's what we've known all along, but it's just sort of more out there in your face going, this is what they're really going. They're, pushing down they're pushing down this road of labeling american good americans mike glover's a, is a great fucking american yeah right? yeah and la lab labeling them as terrorists he fought terrorism on behalf of the government for over 20 years yeah and he's been teaching preparedness at home and now they've labeled him terrorists but Anyhow, I mean, we're going to show that here as we go through some of these videos to get everybody up to speed. I think this is important. I really do. Yeah, and I think it's it's that that concerted effort to demonize a subset of people. So we, even though it's these, you know, they label it as these extreme groups, these violent groups and all that stuff, which he's absolutely not, which is insane. And that's why it's so concerning. But even though they talk about it like that, it still demonizes that whole subset of people because, like we talked about before, you you can't you can't like my hat. If if I go out up here, it's not a big deal. If I go to the store or whatever, wearing this hat, if I go into the nearest town, which is completely different than up here, you almost get those dirty looks, and it's it's demonizing that type of stuff. 
uh, to the point where it affects, because a lot of us in preparedness, we question all this stuff. So we're, we're ultimately going to get put well, into that basket. Uh, so I, I, it absolutely does affect us and it, it affects our ability to get the information. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's insane. All the stuff that they're, they're doing and it's right out in the open and they're getting away with it. And without any much anyway, uh, resistance. And I'm not, I'm not sure if it's one or maybe it's both that they don't want people to be self-reliant because then you need, they, if, if you're not self-reliant, then you're reliant upon them. Yeah. Right. Or, or, and, and, or if it's the mindset that self-reliant people have that, and, and when I say self-reliant, I'm thinking, I'm talking about like basically social libertarians, like, Hey, you do what the fuck you want to do. You let me do what I want to do. As long as we're not screwing with anybody causing problems and all that, they stay out of our lives. Again, Mike Glover is, you know, I mean, I, I watch, I've been watching his videos for years, you know, field craft survival. They're great videos. They teach people, they empower people to have confidence in really bad situations. Yeah. And he's yeah. getting labeled that he's getting labeled as a terrorist by our government for it. Yeah. And, and he says, and I, we've got a few clips and they're, they're a little bit long tonight. <clears throat> Just so everyone knows this first clip, I'm going to play a Ted Cruz talking about this stuff. And it, as much as, you know, Ted Cruz really bothers me because I think he's he's a typical politician, two-faced and says one thing, does the other. Well, he, he nails this. So um, yeah, I didn't want to play this. I'm not a Ted Cruz fan. Ted Cruz does a great job at this, what he's doing right now, because he was, yeah. I, don't, I was at Harvard, Yale, wherever he went to school, one of the big hoity-toity schools. He was not like a debater. Like he was a really like a champion level debater, right? So he's good at doing this stuff. I, I have problems a lot of times with Ted Cruz, but I like you said, he he's right on the money here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do want to play this first part, and this one is it's about three minutes long, but to get the big picture of all this stuff, we we have to I have to play that much. Uh, and this is for those people that don't really know what what is going on with this. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have already seen this, uh, where the Gaston flag. He explains it all. So I guess instead of me babbling on, I will just play this uh, this. Uh, a few minutes of this clip right here with Ted Cruz uh, talking about exactly what's going on. And then after this, we'll get into um, this other stuff with uh, what was his name again? Mike Glover, Mike Glover. Yeah. Mike Glover. And what they're doing to him. So let me play this real quick. Concerned that the FBI and the department of justice have become thoroughly politicized. I think this is a problem that began during the Obama administration. I think it metastasized with career officials during the Trump administration, and I think it continues and is even worse today under the Biden administration. I don't believe you personally reflect that politicization, but I think you've been unwilling to root it out and unwilling to hold people accountable for the politicization. I hear regularly from FBI agents and from professionals at the Department of Justice who are dismayed that our law enforcement has been weaponized and politicized rather than remaining apolitical as it has been for the history of our country. Yesterday, it was reported that Project Veritas had obtained a copy of an FBI training material, which listed various symbols and themes, which in the FBI's estimation were indicative of, quote, militia violent extremism. 
Now, these symbols weren't things like the Ku Klux Klan or the Nazi Party, which naturally would be symbols of that. But instead, they included, rather astonishingly, patriotic symbols of our nation and our history. Included on this list is the Betsy Ross flag. Now, that's fairly remarkable that the Betsy Ross flag and the FBI's indication is indicative of violent uh, militia, violent extremism, because among other people who have been publicly alongside the Betsy Ross flag, we have President Barack Obama, who was sworn in directly underneath two Betsy Ross flags. But it's not just President Obama. We also have President Biden, who was sworn in under Betsy Ross flags. It's not just the Betsy Ross flag. Also on this list is the Gadsden flag as a symbol of violent extremism. Now, the state of Virginia has a license plate for the Gadsden flag, as do many other states. I think people would be astonished to find that having that license plate, the FBI indicates that you're a violent extremist. Also included on this is a text that I was particularly struck is the Gonzales battle flag. Come and take it as indicative of being a violent extremist militia. Well, I will self-report right now that every day in the Senate, I wear my boots that have the Gonzales battle flag on the back of them. Director Ray, what are y'all doing? This makes no sense. Do you, do you agree with this FBI guidance that the Betsy Ross flag and the Gadsden flag and the Gonzales battle flag are signs of militia violent extremism? Uh, Christopher Ray does that uh, it doesn't mean because there there's this guidance, it doesn't mean that everybody like me wearing this hat is a domestic violence extremist. But the, the problem I have with that is, is we heard it, you know, for years about, you know, labeling all Muslims as as terrorists. Right. So if you put this blanket statement out, you're, you're demonizing a whole subset of people. So if it's wrong in that aspect of it, how come it's not wrong in this aspect when you're demonizing anybody that has a flag on their truck driving down the street or that's that's the kind of because, because narrative you're putting out there? Yeah, it's because. Because the end justifies means in their book right now. And that's what, you know, that makes this even more, I guess, worrisome. Because the ends justify the means, that never works out well. That's how you end up with master races and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, and so um, where you see it so through, and, and fuck Ted Cruz when he says to Mike Ray, I don't believe that's you. You're not like the all, what, you're not like the people who are doing this stuff. He's been char in charge of the uh, FBI since 2017. Since 2017, five years. Look at all the stuff that's gone on in five years in our country involving the FBI. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Ted Cruz. That is him. And then when you say. Oh, I hear from FBI agents all the time. I'm sure he does. And why don't all those FBI agents who think what's going on in the FBI right now is terrible. Stand up and protest. Walk out. 
sit off the job. What are you going to sit on? Like, if you really believe what's going on is wrong, are, is you sitting off the job a bad thing? It means you're not going in there to, to go screw with a, a freedom loving person like Mike Glover. Yeah. Like what? I, I don't hear you all getting together and saying, Hey, we, this isn't the FBI that we're supposed to be. I would love to believe in the FBI. I really would. Like there are, there are really bad people in the world that hate us just because we're Americans because we love freedom and we need people like the FBI. We need people out there making sure that like we can all go out to a park and have a safe park, you know, and, and do shit. So when you see this happening, it's like, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, with this, it, I, I think it's all a concerted effort and I think it's all trying to demonize, demonize a subset of people on it. It's, it's been kind of going this direction for a long time. And I think it's a, you know, you think back to, and we, I've said this a, a bunch of times, and I, I absolutely believe it, my opinion and all, but I believe it, that the reason Trump got in was because there was a lot of pissed off people around this country with the way that this government functions. And instead of addressing that or maybe, um, you know, trying to appease the people and, and ad- address that situation, they went full bore um, against that. And you're going to do what we say, and, you're, and, and it, they, they went full bore against it. So for four years with Trump and then you had the January 6th stuff happen and it even ramped it up to that point. So it's what this stuff is to me is them protecting themselves there in that in that whole list of symbolism for terrorist groups and stuff. There was no Antifa in there. There was no BLM in there. And this Mike Glover stuff we're going to play. I think that's probably a big reason why he's on their radar as well, because he talks about those groups as being actual uh, terrorist groups. And they are. They're burning stuff down. You know, you run into a problem when you're not willing to even entertain another person's perspective and find out why do you believe what you do? Hey, Mike Glover, veteran, combat guy, all this shit that he's done. Why do you believe what you do? Like you're an influential guy. People Mm -hmm. follow you in the preparedness world. What's making you believe that? Have a fucking conversation about it but they don't want to do that. It's no, just shut them. I mean, this is like, you're talking about going past censorship because Mike Glover's going to talk about it. Remember, once you get labeled a terrorist, my understanding is that according to the NDAA, National Defense Authorization Act, they can bring the full weight of the U.S. government against you, including U.S. military sources. I imagine that includes surveillance. So I imagine everybody in that organization, Mike Glover, his family, everybody, you know, I and I wouldn't I can't not believe us. Right. When you when you start looking at it, if they're going to call a giant group of people and a guy like Mike Glover, they, they come out in a memo labeling them as terrorists. You know, like, are you are you really going to um, sit down and try Are you trying to figure it out? Are you trying to sit down and have a conversation to figure out? Oh, what's going on in America? No, no, they don't That's want to doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he said it in this video. I, I think it was him, but he was talking about how this has been going on forever. The difference is they're being called out on it and they don't like that because they can't. There is just so much BS coming to the surface now that they can't hide it all. 
So in order to do that, you've got to shut up the people that are putting this information out there. And I think that's the ultimate goal of this. So that's how it does affect us as as people that are into preparedness and this type of stuff, the questioning, all of that. Uh, do you want me yeah, to go ahead you know, and play it, the... It, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, one second. Think about, think about this stuff. If any of you, and you know, there's a lot of really good preparedness authors out there, right? right really good books. And the one book that keeps lining up with a lot of this stuff is Glenn Tate's 299 days. Go read that series. Like the, 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 the flow that they, that he walks you down into how, like in his uh, 299 days world, how this thing goes. And it's like, which it's, it it goes that way by government overreach and, and, and ratcheting up, you know, okay. So now you label them all terrorists. Well, what's the next step? Where do you take it next? So yeah, go ahead and show Mike Glover's yeah. stuff, man. It's and, pretty and good. This stuff happens globally, too. So right right now we're talking about here in the United States and this stuff going on. But Lisa was telling me today at the U.N. they were talking about if you don't hear it from trusted news sources, uh, don't trust it. You've got the, the prime minister of New Zealand. She basically said, um, if you don't hear it from us, don't trust it, don't believe it. So it's going on all over the world because I think people are just kind of fed up with this whole this whole elite system and all this stuff that's going on and them not giving a crap about the normal people. So um, let me play. Uh, we, yeah. we do have a few of these clips and they are kind of long. So let me play a few of these. Um, this one is uh, the first one that you've got. What is this one about? Or should I just play it? <laughs> which one? Like, let me see which one that is. The very first one. No, the first one uh, start at the beginning is for the first one. It, he explains his situation. It, it starts right at the, the very beginning. Hey, guys. There you go. Mike Glover here. If you haven't realized already, by now, um, Project Veritas came out with some damning information through an FBI leak of American Contingency, a group that I started years ago, to encourage communities to take care of each other. That was the whole objective. Apparently, according to this FBI leak, the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, which I've worked with a lot throughout my military and contracting career, has designated me and my group, American Contingency, a terrorist organization? Yeah, that's right. They call it MVEs because they love acronyms. Militia Violent Extremist. Apparently, American Contingency are a militia. A nationwide militia typically does things online, but also has a low history of violence. I don't even know what that means. I mean, what is low when it's zero? Like you're saying it's low, but I'm telling you it's none. So shouldn't it be zero? Like no history of violence? But you're saying low history of violence, like there's some violence that we incited or were part of, but I don't have that evidence and I run it. It's my organization. AmericanContingency.com, you can go there. It's like a website and stuff. So the interesting thing go. about this document leaked by Project Veritas, which has been known. That's what you wanted to, you want me to stop there or keep going? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a good, that's a good stopping point for right now. They got some other stuff in there. Uh, the next clip's at 157. But he, uh, you know, again, that it's in the memo. There it is. They're tar- targeting Mike Glover in a preparedness organization, labeling him as terrorists. Like, yeah, what and- kind of fan- lunacy are we going? You know, we're moving into here. Like that 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 gets us nowhere. That's yeah. the most idiotic shit. And you know, again, it, it shows that it's a 
a government run. That's they're just running amok right now. And it's like, dude, bring it down to back down to earth. Yeah. And, and honestly, I don't know much about his group and all of that. Um, he's actually more popular than, than I thought, but um, I did read, tried to look up what he's all about and all of that stuff. And I got a couple articles that were completely 100% slanted uh, talking about how they um, are demeaning toward their Islamophobic and, and demeaning towards uh, BLM and all that stuff because he is vocal about the them BLM being Marxist and Antifa being a terrorist group. Yes. I mean, he's vocal about that. And it's not like it's it's a bunch of BS. It's pretty obvious. And you see all of this stuff going on and that real stuff happening. Um, you see why he's vocal about that stuff. But rather than... You know, I'm all all about people having two sides, you know, your side, my side, and all that stuff. But when you take this route, this one-sided route that the FBI just seems to be taking, you've got the Hunter Biden stuff that they're basically covering up. You've got this stuff. You've got the teachers' unions and all of that that they've basically labeled teachers as domestic terrorists. It is it, it's, it feels weaponized to me, so. Well, it is. It is. It's 100% weaponized. And, you know, again, my understanding of American contingency is it's a preparedness group. It's a, it's a group. They just, we're going to show one of the videos here in a second from uh, the floods that they just had down in Kentucky. And the group got together, raised a bunch of money for people and helped a bunch of people out that were getting smashed by, you know, by a, a disaster. Mike Glover is a, a former green beret. Um, I believe he was a, uh, he was a GRS, I think GRS uh, a CIA contractor the global response service, um, the the guys that were like in Benghazi kind of guys. Um, and he's done a lot of great things. And his, his, his videos, he breaks down tactical videos, situations. He talks about things and mostly he gives people something to think about. He provides a framework of preparedness for him. Really good guy, family yeah. guy. And he's never, he, he, he's an American. Like he loves America. Yeah, and served right? like, America. He he he's not out trying to like get in a fight. Like like where is this shit? This is a one sided attack because they don't like people of a particular side. It's it's the 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 tribalism going on again, and it's the oligarchy bringing all this down on people's heads. I can't imagine what that feels like for Mike, knowing you're literally the target. Because the U.S. government brings a lot of weight with it, and knowing you're the target of that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Brian said in the chat, Brian Barnes, not Duff, uh, said, as a me member of AMCON, uh, I will say that Mike has always said that it's not about forming a militia mm -hmm. and it's about taking care of each other. Uh, and I, I believe it was um, Bill that said basically um, the same thing that, that he was saying in that video clip. So, yeah, it's just... It's really concerning. You know, it, there maybe there are people out there that deserve this designation, but for him to get it, it just shows you the the, the one-sidedness of all of this crap well and the and then the go ahead the, you run into the you run into the problem too right like by by catching throwing this label just throwing it around to be to weaponize it and use it against people you're taking away f things from the the assholes who are really trying to harm our country mm -hmm. the guy that the guys, the guys that Mike fought years to keep from harming our country, you're giving them that, you, you know, it's like, and it loses its meaning. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, 
I don't know. I was pretty disgusted with the whole January 6th and how everything rolled out in that and from that. But I don't know. Like, I am so dis. I, and it's kind of interesting, right? August, the first week of too. August. What happened? What happened last year where I felt like, fuck, you know, where I was, I, I felt disappointed in my country was at the withdrawal of Afghanistan. We're here a year later and I see this targeting Mike Lover. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me play this next clip and I'm going to go ahead and put this in full screen. Uh, what is this? You um, have written to me that this is his response to that. And this yeah, is it. This, this is kind of his, 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 yeah, his take on being targeted. He has a couple of different segments that he does here. Okay. I got to make sure I'm on the right. You're going to hit play. It bums me out that my own government that I work for, intimately worked for, would target me and the community that we built together as domestic terrorists. On that same document, they talk about Ruby Ridge, talk about Waco. They talk about radical extremists in America, and we're lumped into that. Well, that's problematic for everything, right? I mean... Why, do, why would you have a problem with that? Well, I don't know, because I understand how this works. Designation means authorization. What does that mean? Well, that means when the government designates you something, there's a task and purpose behind that. Typically, that starts with funding, task organization and allocation of those funds to target you, to target me. Which is- um. He was explaining the whole process and and the way that this stuff kind of happens or or the ramifications, I suppose, of this stuff happening um, are really going to affect him and 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 other people, too. I mean, he's the uh, he's kind of that big fish, but it all it all trickles downhill and it all goes to that same same type of philosophy, that same type of mindset, that labeling all Muslims type thing as 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 terrorists. Uh, it's the same damn thing. You label all these Americans that think like this, that think like patriots, as that type of that type of person. So it's got to start with that big fish, and then that narrative gets formed. Think about it. Your use of the word patriot right there would probably trigger one of their little tripwires as far as labeling you a terrorist. And you know, people need to it may have <laughs> even if there's people right, even if there's people out there that don't like Mike Glover. Don't like preparedness. Think like we're a bunch of idiots. Okay. But to support this kind of stuff, remember, as that as, as their aperture shrinks on who they will tolerate, because they keep shrinking, they keep losing more and more people because they, they keep having to, you know, flick shit on somebody. Eventually, you might be the ones that have shit flicked on you, and then you're the next Mike Glover sitting out there with somebody coming and targeting you and some FBI schmope labeling you as a terrorist. Yeah. And putting you on and now raising you to a new classification of about how the government can approach your surveillance on you and what freedoms you have. Remember, uh, as a terrorist, according to NDAA, you don't have any legal rights. You don't have because you're a terrorist. You don't have a right to due process. You don't have a right to a speedy trial. You have a right to fucking Guantanamo Bay. That's what you got a right to. And, and it's typical government, too. That's a, another concern is that it starts with something like this, and it never stops with them. 
So uh, that is the concern. And, and, you know, this has been going on for a long time, but nothing, nothing like to this level, I don't think, with the, this battle against misinformation, this battle to kind of rein in all of this, this free thought, <laughs> basically, uh, is what it is. So um, in this next clip you've got, it, he explains uh, what American contingency is, right? Yeah, yeah, he talks about American contingency. Okay. Here. It's a good little clip. Let me play this then. Uplifting our communities. In fact, uh, last week, while 37 innocent Americans lost their lives in a crisis, natural disaster, a flood in Kentucky, where were we? Supporting that community with groups, volunteers, and we raised over $20,000. I would love to tell you all about that. I would love to give you the good news. But I can't because on the platforms like Facebook and Instagram, if I use the word American contingency, I will be banned. My mom called me yesterday and said, does the government think I'm a terrorist because I'm a member of American contingency? And I didn't know how to respond. She was pissed off just like I was pissed off because she knows the task, the purpose, the mission of American contingency, which I will remind you to provide resources and community to allow people to communicate, to help each other in a man-made or natural disaster. We What's wrong with that? Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know? it, it, granted, uh, there is, you know, the other, the, the things he talks about and all of that stuff, it, which is why they're doing this. But, it, it, I, I, I mean... It, I just don't get it. You're, if you're on the other side, you're allowed to demonize the crap out of, of, of people like him. So why not, you know, Antifa, which is actually out there doing this crap? Why is that such a bad thing? But it is. It, it is it's not acceptable by the mainstream media. It's not acceptable by politicians. And I'll, I'm going to throw Republicans in there, too, because even though they don't come out and they're not vocal about it, they don't say a damn thing. They don't they don't stop stuff like this from happening. Yes, you get the the Ted Cruz's and you'll probably get, you know, Josh Hawley and, and a couple others that will be vocal about this. But for the most part, you think you're going to hear Lindsey Graham might say something just if he thinks it's going to increase his poll. Well, numbers. They'll, they'll say it. if it, Yeah, they'll say it if it gets some get some votes. You know, it's. It, Mike Glover, people like us, we want to believe in our country. Like, I want to have blind, like basically blind faith that every time. My government acts, it acts on the benefit on uh, at, at the benefit of we the people. And I don't have that now. You know, there's there's a a a, a res- like a, an agreement we have that we put up with some of their shit. We get in line, we do we know, hey, we're we're gonna play mo- mostly play ball with you. Sometimes we're gonna push back. It's it's the American way. It's why we we were fucking cowboys and pilgrims and all this other shit. But by and large, we get in line with shit. Hey, I mean. We, we, Americans have lined up and gone off to how many illegal conflicts, unjustified conflicts that, that we that our government's got us into, right? You yeah. know, so it's not like we don't act. Hey, government wants it, okay. So to be at the point where we're at right now, it just is mind-boggling. Yeah, it, it, it's completely mind-boggling to me. And it's concerning because you, you you see all these people falling in line with all of this stuff because it's the accepted type thing. It's it's the more comfortable narrative, I suppose, rather than the stuff that we talk about. But 
there's a reason why Marxism is as big as it as it or you know there why Karl Marx was as big as he was. There's a reason why Hitler got into power because people bought into that stuff. They thought it was going to help them. They thought it was the good stuff. And I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to conflate all the those different issues, but people buy into that stuff is my point. And if you're not careful, by the time you figure it out, you're already in that mess. You know, there was probably a lot of people that supported uh, Hitler or Marx when they first started. And then a year down the line, they're going, oh, wait, what did we sign up for? Uh, and I, and I kind of yeah, see and, it. Going, and remember, how, did, going how did they take, what, what was the, the main tool that they used? One of the main tools that they used for taking power, demonizing an entire group of their fellow countrymen. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and that's how, that's what, what propelled them. And that's what's going on now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, oh. So this next clip, you've got labeled the truth. Uh, what does um, this one entail? Or, again, should I just play it and <laughs> we'll figure it out? Yeah, so so Mike's going to lay out what he sees as our current reality, what his perspective is on the truth of our situation. And, again, this is all stuff, you know, you and I talked years ago about politics at the time wasn't really about too much about preparedness. Right. And now it's you you have to keep a really sharp eye and listen to what they're saying. So listen to what Mike's saying here about the truth and see what you think. And help yeah, shape your most most of the problems are caused by them. Uh, unless you're talking about natural disasters or, you know, personal doomsdays. Most of the stuff these days is a direct result of their just just either lack of I don't want to say um, that they're doing it on purpose, although I think that too. But uh, or they're just they're just more concerned about the money, basically, and less concerned about the people of the United States, the people with this mentality like this. But yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and play this. Yeah. Now we know the truth. The truth is, the government and all of its corruption is making mistakes. And before, when the media didn't report on these things, it was masked. It was minimized, even suppressed. But all of a sudden, all this stuff starts coming to the surface and we're exposing truths. Look, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't believe in conspiracies for the most part, but this isn't a conspiracy. This is truth. The Federal Bureau of Investigation has targeted me, my family, and my organization, American Contingency, calling us a extremist organization, militia, or a domestic terrorist group. How does that affect me? Well, I don't know. I have a major book that I'm writing for a major publisher. I'm doing sh shows with um, history, discovery, you name the network. I'm talking to guys who are talking about me um, being the host of all these cool shows for all this cool content. That's the livelihood of me, my family, and my community except now that might be taken away because why would anybody want to do business with a terrorist? I talked to many of my friends in, in the arena. About how he's going to actually fight it. He, he's actually going to yeah. for defamation. And, and I, I, I think that's well, fantastic. Somebody needs to do something like that. And I think maybe he's actually got the clout and the people around him, you know, the, the Ted, you know, a lot of big names around him that know him that that maybe at least makes some noise even he says in here he doesn't know if it'll win or not yeah but it can at least make some noise yeah i mean 
you're literally going, you're, you're he, he's trying to get into the legal system to fight the government, to stop the government from doing what the government does. You know, I think that's always a, yeah, that's always an uphill battle. And I guess it probably depends on where, where the case gets filed. And I mean, if it gets filed in DC, you know, uh, you're not going to get anywhere. So it depends on where it gets filed and all that. I, I'm not, and I'm blowing smoke out my ass because I'm not a legal expert by stretch of the imagination. I hope he goes after him. I hope he makes a lot of ruckus. I imagine you're going to see over the next, uh, the coming weeks, you're going to see Mike Glover on, you know, Jocko's podcast, all the, all the different podcasts like that. I mean, he has obviously has his, his podcast on, on Apple and maybe it won't be anymore now, but his podcast on his Fieldcraft survival podcast on Apple iTunes is number one rate ranked podcast. Right. So um, I, I would not be surprised to see him on Rogan here soon. Right. Like, I think you're going to see him blow up. And man, the unfortunate thing is the more he blows up, the more he's gonna, he's in the eye of the hurricane, the more yeah. the eye of Sauron out of Washington, D.C. is focused on him with that red beam, you know. And so, um, yeah, I wouldn't want to be in his position right now. But in a way, we probably all are in his position right now. So, um I haven't said it in the show, but go support Mike Glover. Go subscribe to his channels. Understand if you subscribe to his channels, when you subscribe to our channels now, obviously you're going to probably, you're going to be on their little, their list, their, their, you know, their, their uh, ESG score. Uh, you're going to, you're going to get ticks against you. But if you, uh, if that doesn't bother you, if you, if you, you know, want to want to help somebody out that's going to need it man go out there and support mike lever subscribe to his show listen to his podcast check out his stuff he has really really fucking good information from a guy who knows yeah. his shit yeah and i i know we say it all the time in the prepper circles we're on so many lists but i i think that ship has sailed because i i really do think that regardless uh what you watch you know all of that stuff that all of that information is gathered so um, what's what's sad about this too is the fact that, and I don't know much of, of anything about all these groups that they label um, alt right or you know extreme right extremist groups. Um, I don't pay attention to them a whole lot. But the sad part is, is he's getting lumped in with those groups, and I don't think people on the other side understand him either. Yeah. Other than the fact that they get told this and told that by the Washington Post, by the New York Times, so that's the story. That's what they believe. And if they do yeah. that with him, this it's going to be the same thing. Well, this is the same thing that happened, you know, back when uh, Timothy McVeigh blew, uh, blew up the Oklahoma federal building, right? Because he he was he was part of like a militia group, area nation, something I don't even recall what his whole deal was. But because that was like a group of people that lived out in the woods or out in the country that lived away from people and. and didn't want to be, you know, uh, reliant upon the system. They're like, Oh, anybody who's self-reliant is a Timothy McVeigh. This is the same shit that went down when he did, when he blew that shit up. Mm -hmm. Right. They're trying to, trying to paint people with a big brush and they're coming at, at preparedness again. Remember what happened during the, during the, uh, COVID, right? Oh, you guys that have this stuff, you're hoarders, right? So same old song and dance. It's just, they've ratcheted up here. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like it's going back to the way, and and it actually what there was some elements of extremism back then. I think uh, a lot more than sure. these days. Those those quote unquote survivalists, what they were back then, uh, huh. were were more. Th these days, we've kind of worked really hard at, in in the preparedness community in general to kind of get rid of that stigma, and it's almost well, like they're trying to put it back on us. 
Well, I think you run into the problem with the bell curve, right? In the prepper community, you're going to, because you have liberal preppers, you have conservative preppers, you got all kinds of preppers and you got some fucking whack job preppers in here, mm-hmm. right? That, that are going to get that, that maybe deserve certain labels because, because that's their thing. Maybe they, that's what they want. Just like I'm sure with Mike Lover's group, if you have a, a couple bad apples that get into it just because it's in the same community, same niche, right? Self-reliance. If you have people get in there that are shitheads that are, that are self-reliance. Well, you might have some shitheads in there. Odds are you have shitheads in every group. You know, that's just, yeah. that's just the thing, but they're, they're weaponizing that trying to, and, and say, you know, getting back to it and just throwing that wide net again. And it's all, you know, you bunch of, uh, de- deplorables, man. I guess we're, I guess we're, we're, we're deplorable ultra preppers now is what our term preppers. Be. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and you mentioned there's, it, it, there's, there's shitheads in everything. There's there's these people in in all of you know left right wherever and I think it's interesting I saw this after I was talking to you uh, from the Daily Wire the 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 FBI's top ten domestic terrorists <laughs> are are leftists they dominate it's lefted dominated FBI top ten list and I also think it's kind of funny uh, as I go through this there's like, <laughs> there's a lot of women on this sucker uh, and oh, they're sure. all what's that. Oh no! I just- and Elizabeth Ann Duke, uh, philanthropist, also known as the, the May nineteenth Communist Organ for the May nineteenth Communist Organization, organization, uh, Sherry Laverne Dalton, uh, black nationalist, far left radical, uh, Josephine Sunshine Overmaker, eco terrorist. So those people are over there too, uh, but you didn't he- you didn't see anything about these types of people uh, on their little list. It was specifically. That basically that that white male that doesn't trust the government. I mean, basically, no, I, well, is who well, they're actually, going after. I, I would even I would even be that specific, man. I think that's doing it injustice. That it's anybody who is is not like them because not all preppers are conservative, but all preppers pretty much are getting lumped into this, right? So I I think it's a lot broader than it used to be. Oh, you know, we could say, hey, you're a white male. They're they're trying to change the, the rules and all this stuff. I think it's much broader than that now, right? It's because it, it incorporates females. I mean, uh, we we just did the show over on Angry Prepper with Jason, right? He he's right in the middle of it. He's totally lumped in there. He's on a list somewhere, guarantee it with with, with everything you know on his channel and, and his views and everything. And he's trying to get out of the middle of it, but he you know he's stuck there. So no, I I think it is anybody who is into preparedness, self reliance that doesn't want to have to depend on the, on the government. And, and what a crazy time when they escalate the level of, of how they're responding to that. When you have all the, the recent events where, you know, even going back uh, to, to uh, hurricane Katrina, right. Where the government totally failed the, the people, if it was, if it was there to support them, go up to now to Uvalde. Right. So when you have all this stuff going on, it, it's, it's just insane that they're, they're trying to uh, rain down on it, man. Yeah, and I think it's 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 maybe not even just the preparedness community or just you know groups like his and stuff. It's it's people that question the narrative. It's those people that speak up against stuff and and question this. You know these trusted news sources that are constantly wrong, constantly full of crap, uh, full of propaganda and all that stuff. And when you question that stuff, and I think he, it's what he said in that video and what I said 
what I said he said earlier, but he was talking about how they're getting caught. They're, they're getting caught red-handed, and the only way they can do this is to shut it down. And that's the only solution they have. We, we, we talked about in our show the other night, they're literally trying to redefine what a de- the definition of a recession is, right? Yeah. In, in the middle of one, they're trying to redefine it. And when they're called on it in the White House briefing room, it's like, no, we're not. Like, yeah, you, you are. We all see it. We're not stupid. So what Mike says is 100% spot on. Like, you're getting caught because, you know what, you're just not being upfront with people. Yeah. Like if you told, hey man, it's gonna suck, you know, by like going out there and just saying that the American people are okay. Let's say Biden's right, and this is all about Putin. Going out there and saying that the American people are okay that that all that we're all gonna take it in the short, so he can fuck with Putin. No, we're not good with that. Yeah, yeah. No, put it up for a vote, dude. You want it? You want to practice democracy, like you say? Put that shit up for a vote. See how that works out for you. You're not gonna like the response. Yeah. Right. We don't want that we don't need this shit right now well and they get away with it because they've got the media lap dogs that allow them to as well they, it's almost like they get their talking points what their headlines for the daily news is going to be from the white house this is how you're supposed to talk about it this is what we want you to talk about don't touch this subject and then you've got you know big pharma and big corporations and stuff like that that they won't go after that stuff because those people are paying the bills so it, it does take people like us, like Joe, like all these these um, alternative media sources to get that that perspective out there that is not bought and paid for. Uh, and then you decide what you want to believe, what is truth and, and fact and what is fiction and all that. Well, but they can't have that. I mean, look at Rogan. Look at Rogan's deal. Right. You have a guy who's never voted for a Republican in his life. Right. Fifty some years old or uh, early mid 50s. Never voted for Republican in his life. And they're basically throwing it in as being all right. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's how far they're trying to move the goalposts because Rogan's like, what you're saying is that doesn't make any sense. It's bullshit. And they don't want to hear it. Don't question the narrative. And, and literally now it's at the point where, ah, you're a domestic, you're, you're, you're some level of terrorist. Yeah. Mike Glover. Tim Pool, Dave Rubin. I mean, the list goes yes. on and on with all of these people that are just. If you don't follow the the, if you're not following the herd, yeah, you're you're ostracized. And and it starts with crap like this, like I said, and then it just it, it goes further and further down the line to where was it? Noam Chomsky was talking, or one of his quotes is that pretty soon there's nobody to stand up for you, and they come after you. Yeah, um, same same type of stuff. So this last clip you've got, he talks, I, I think this is, it's, it's not going to end well or something like that. Something to that extent. Yeah. He's just talking about how things are just going bad. Like he going just, he just okay. kind of breaks it down. Yeah. Going bad. Things are not going to get any better in this country unless we have people who are willing to fight for it. I spent 20 years of my life fighting for it and I'm still fighting for it. I am not a domestic terrorist. I'm not a militia, violent extremist. I am a man who served this country and who is now an entrepreneur with my merry band of brothers, the Andy Stumps, the Tim Kennedys, the Evan Hafers, that are doing the same exact thing in a different way, trying to give back, trying to build back, trying to make a better country for everyone. I don't want war. I don't want civil war. I want freedom. And I want to be left the hell alone by the government. 
terrorist I've ever heard in my life, right? <laughs> and that was massive sarcasm, by the way, everyone. <laughs> oh, you're muted. I almost had a, got a show without screwing up the mute button. <laughs> but though I, you know, looking at him, you can see the emotion that's bubbling under the surface there. Yeah. Like, like everything he's believed in has just been turned on him and is like, oh no, you're the, like, you're the asshole now. Right. And like hearing him, you know, talk about that. You know, he, he, again, he's trying to empower people to, to not be relying upon shit. And, and that's bad. So bad that he's getting labeled a terrorist and is probably being surveilled to all kinds of fucking crazy degrees and has a, you know, some sort of targeting packet where they're, they're building something on him to keep, you know, like this is, Hey, this is who he is, what he does and turning his life inside out as much as possible. Yeah. It's almost like, it seems to me a little bit like getting convicted of murder when you're innocent and that helpless feeling that, you know, what, why are you coming after me? You know, I, I get it. He's not well, the most PC guy in the world. And maybe his organization, um, maybe he says some things that aren't the most PC. We all do. So are we all next? I mean, that's uh, well, it's. And, and what, what do you want to bet? What do you want to bet that like for him coming out now and saying, you know, and pushing back that now he's going to get audited and all kinds of shit that's going to follow on? Yeah, right? it's, it's what they're doing. They're doing, you know, with the organic prepper. They, they come and they, they first they target her ad network and they, they cost her, you know, thou- and she had a, uh, she has a staff over there. And so they take down her ad network and co- it costs and costs her thousands of dollars a month. So she can't afford to pay her people what she used to. So she has to cut back. That's affecting people's lives. Like they don't give two shits. Yeah. And then, you know, and then they go after her again. It's it's all this. It's all the same. They're trying to they're trying to. And, and I was thinking about this today. How far are we away from them shutting off people's bank accounts? They've done it in China. They've done it to our, 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 our commie neighbor to the North. Yeah. Like also one day you, you don't, can't access your money. So when it comes to preparedness, make sure you're doing stuff to, you know, Hey, I, we used to laugh at the whole barter item thing. If you got space, get some barter items, man. Get, get, you know, Hey, we all shit on cash. People will still trade cash, silver, whatever. Think about what you what will happen if you get shut off of your um, of your bank account if you can't access any of your money because it's happening around the world. Yeah, and you're you're now labeled. So, um, I, I, that, I would start looking at that and 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 look at what your look at your risk profile for the situation that we have right now and start seeing what where are you exposed? What if they shut you off from everything? If society got shut down, what could you do right now? Yeah. And and that money that you have uh, that everyone has in the bank, which is a, a vast majority of of probably everybody's because not very many people use cash these days. That money's not yours. That mo- that money's a bunch of ones and zeros and it, it it if they want to go on a bank holiday or they want to shut a system down uh, or it does get to the point where the government can basically shut you out of your bank account, that money's not yours. Uh so you know, do something about that, I guess. And I'm not saying take all your damn money out of the bank and carry around, no. you know, suitcases full of cash or all that. But have that contingency plan, I think, is is super important. And it's not always yeah. going to be some sort of SHTF event. So cash is cash, uh, regardless of how, yeah, how worthless it is at this point. It's still cash. It, it, it's, it's just worth looking at. We're not financial people. Yeah, I, I don't fucking know what's going to happen. And at the same time, I go, okay, if they shut off all my cards because they've, 
done it in our hemisphere, another country, another free country with sort of democratic elections, shut off all people's cards, used it, weaponized it. So that may, that could very well happen here. So think about it ahead of time. What can you do to get ahead of if that happens to you? But showed yeah. their, yeah, showed man, their true I, colors is what they did up in Canada. And when you see yeah. the, the steps that the, our government is willing to take, to kind of, you know, maintain, protect themselves, basically. They say protect democracy. What they mean is their democracy. Uh, and, and they conveniently leave out the word republic. Uh, I don't think they, I, I think that's a dirty word to them. But um, you've seen what they're willing to do and the steps they're willing to take in order to make that even more viable in the future if something else does happen. So it's all the stuff they're wow. doing now. It's it's why they're making this big show out of January 6th uh, and making it into something that it, and not saying that it was nothing. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but making it into this big, you know, production. And it's, it's just yeah. to get that narrative across. Same thing with this type of stuff. If you get that narrative across that anybody wearing a Gadsden hat or flying a flag on their truck or, or anything like that, is that bad guy is deplorable is all the, you know, pick your adjective. That's all you have to do. And then it makes it easier for you to get through things past because you have that public sentiment on your side. And it's the, it's the long game that yeah. they play with all the shit. Well, and it's just, again, they're, they're writing the rules or they're, they're, they dictate and go after what they, you, they, you know, they want. So you just, I don't know. I, I think we're just, he we're heading down a bad path. The, the, the other side of that is, it's always this pendulum swing. The other side tries to outdo the other side. So what's the pendulum swing like if it comes back? That's not a good thing either, yeah. right? Just because it swings in our direction doesn't mean it's a good thing. I mean, think about it. We got the Patriot Act out of the Republican side, the conservative side of the out of, of our government, right? So it, it doesn't mean it's always good. What, what do they do on the other side that they put in and, and they throw some, you know, hey, pro-America shit name on it. And then when it goes, swings back the other way, the other side uses it to fuck you. So, yeah. yeah. Harry Reid, nuclear option, all that stuff. Yeah. It all, it all goes both ways. And, and these politi politicians can't see past the noses on their face. And honestly, I don't think they care. I think they care about their own viability. They don't care. No politician these days cares about this country, I don't think. I think yeah. it's all about them and all about their viability. Um, so, yeah. At any rate, we do need to get out of here tonight. Uh, but very, it's just something we saw today, and, and I saw a little bit about it yesterday, and it's something we wanted to jump on and talk about because I think it is a real, it's a real concerning issue. And we talk about a lot of stuff in prepping sometimes that uh, maybe gets a little bit overblown here and there. But I think this issue uh, is something that we really need to pay attention to because where is this going to go? You know, right now it's here. Uh, before it was, you know, the, the other, you know, Proud Boys and stuff like that. Now they're going after this guy uh, who doesn't belong to in that same category. And like I said, I don't know anything about the Proud Boys and all of that. All I know is what the, the public opinion and sentiment is. But this guy definitely doesn't belong in that same category, yet here he is. So what's next? And I think that's the, the concerning part of all this stuff. So, hey, everybody, um, before we get out of here, though, make sure you, like uh, Pat Lev says in the chat, smash the like button, please. And also, uh, if you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe, share the show and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Uh, hey, really and we're going to be on we're going to be on tomorrow night, too, because tomorrow is the two year anniversary of the show. Uh, and I actually went back today and I looked at like my first the first video I did on YouTube at Survival's Prepper. 
which is a little bit embarrassing, but I'm going to play it. Um, you didn't really start YouTube until a, a little while ago, right around the time we started this. So you really didn't have a time, uh, much effort into the your duffel blab because right after you started that, yeah. we did this. But I've got your your first uh, audio podcast, my first one, which was, <laughs> it's cringy, but it'll be kind of fun going back to the future, looking at where we came from uh, to where we are now, how we met, uh, you know, is kind of yeah. interesting and, and the things that we've been involved in through the years with Prepper Med and um, the, the preparedness experience with you at North American Rescue. So it'll be a fun show tomorrow. Uh, for those of you that have yeah. followed us a while, it's kind of a journey down memory lane. And those of you that haven't, you get a, a better picture of, of who we are. So uh, be a lot of fun tomorrow night at uh, same time as our, our usual time, 7 Eastern. Uh, five Mountain for, for all you normal people out there. All you flyover <laughs> folks out there, 5 o'clock Mountain time. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but at any rate, do you have anything else to add on this before we get out of here, Brian? No, man, just, yeah, like I said, hey, if you guys could please go support Mike Lover's channel and stuff, help that dude out because he's going to he's gonna need it. And you know what? Let your voice be known. Yeah. And we get, it's all we got, yeah, so. Yeah, and and it, it we have to at this point. I mean, it, it, it is going to take that because the other side, a lot of those people on the other side, not the whole other side, but a lot of those people are louder than hell and are bitching and complaining about every little thing they can. And we on this side tend to be kind of just leave me alone, that mentality, let me do my thing. Uh, and that, you know, that leads to this type of shift happening right now. So uh, I, I think it is important, you know, speak up about it. But at any rate, everyone, I appreciate you all hanging out with us tonight. Appreciate you, um, you know, being, <laughs> being here on part two of the video tonight. Uh, but we will be back tomorrow night, and then oh. Sunday night we've got a really fun show planned as well. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the aspects of Ukraine, the SHTF aspects of that. Uh, I think that'll be pretty interesting. And I've got my trauma kit I want to get Brian's advice on. Uh, so a lot of fun stuff on Sunday as well. Uh, but uh, with that, uh, everyone, appreciate it tonight. A lot of people in the chat. Uh, very cool. Uh, and I think we're out of here. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Survival Preppers. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to join us on YouTube for our weekly live shows. For more information or to connect with Duff and Dale, visit thesurvivalpreppers.com or thebugoutlocation.com for members-only content and prepping courses. See everyone next time.